0: Hello and welcome to the a Champion's Mind podcast. I'm your host, Mario Ariave. This is going to be a little bit different of an episode because what I am going to do here is I'm going to try and remember as best I can a podcast that I listened to at the beginning of one of my rides the other day and it was the Cycling Tips podcast and there was a guy on there, Shane Stokes, who's a reporter who was at the Tour de France. And he did a quick little episode. Actually, it was about an hour long, 55 minutes, where he went around the Peloton and tried to uncover this idea of rituals and superstitions and get writers, you know, opinions on them and whether they had them and ask just some really good questions and get some insight into it. And then in the podcast, it was also really cool because they had a a very renowned sports psychologist by the name of Kristen Kime, who does a lot of work with just a lot of high level athletes. And then they brought her in and they got her take on superstitions and rituals. And I just thought there were some really, really good points made during the podcast. So as best I can remember, because I was riding my bike and I didn't get a chance to stop and write these things down, especially not in this Texas heat. I'm going to try and kind of break down some of the points that I found very fascinating and give you guys that are listening some questions to ask about superstitions and rituals. Maybe you're somebody that has them. Maybe you're somebody that doesn't. So here we go. What, you know, what is a superstition? What, what is a ritual, right? Like, what are these things? We've heard of, you know, maybe somebody that has a lucky pair of socks that they always wear. The podcast goes through and says that, You know, a guy like Cadell Evans would wear the same gloves if he got through a stage without getting in a wreck or if he had a good day. And then if he had a bad day, he wouldn't use those gloves or, you know, those socks again and would just throw those out or what have you. So, you know, to me, superstition is more of maybe an item, something, a good luck coin or or a memento or something that people carry along with them. You know, I'm thinking cyclists now that, that carry on their person. I mean, if you play any other kind of sport, maybe this is you as well. And then I'm thinking of a ritual being something that's more of maybe a process, something that you do. So maybe eating the same breakfast before every single race that you go to or something along those lines. And, you know, The more that I've gone living, I guess, I've realized there's not anything that's inherently good or bad. If you take superstitions and you take rituals, I believe that you can't really call them bad and you can't really call them good. You can call them neutral and the tilting factor there that makes them good or bad is the reaction of the human being that is partaking in the superstition or the ritual. And what I mean by that to dig a little deeper and to maybe use some of the thoughts by, you know, Dr. Kristen Kime is if that superstition or ritual, if it begins to impact performance in a negative way, then we've got to call it into question. We've got to call it on the carpet and have that athlete actually sit down and think about it. So for example, I'm thinking of, let's say that you've got a lucky pair of socks well, let's say in your haste of getting your race bag ready, you leave your lucky socks in the hotel. Now you have a pair of socks that you can race in, but they're not your lucky socks. Do you all of a sudden feel vulnerable? Do you all of a sudden feel that your opportunities for success have gone down because you're not wearing those socks? If that's your mindset, I think that needs to be called because what you know, and and a lot of the director sportifs and a lot of the athletes and cyclists in the podcast alluded to it. They know and we know superstitions are silly. A black cat crosses your path. I mean, is it really going to cause you bad luck? I I think most people would say probably not, and most people wouldn't believe that. But yet we play into the superstition. Maybe it's fun. Maybe it's just something you want to do. But at the core of them, I think they're silly, and I think we recognize that they are. But Again, it's okay to have them if they don't impact performance negatively. And that's where I think quite a few people get in trouble. I know that the pre-race meal is one of the big deals for a lot of people, the breakfast, and it's got to be the same breakfast. And if it's not the same breakfast, then somehow your body's not going to perform to the same level that it would have had you had that breakfast. I think that's bogus. I think that's silly. I think you need to be able to fight back those thoughts and get those out of your mind. If you've done the preparation, if you've stuck to the process of training and sleep and nutrition and all of those things, then what's to tell you that having Cheerios for breakfast instead of Lucky Charms is going to make the difference between you winning the race and you getting seventh? That's totally bogus. So, and then we can flip it on its head. There maybe have been times when you didn't have your lucky thing where maybe you didn't play into your superstition and you did well. Let's talk about rituals, rituals being something that we do in the podcast. Somebody mentioned like uh, a rider from Cannondale Drapak mentioned doing a quick, you know, doing a total look over glance over of his bike before every single stage at the tour. And he said, I check everything. I check the tires. I check the brakes. I check the shifting. I check everything, even though I've got a mechanic that does that for me. That ritual in and of itself, that's not bad. That's actually a good thing. That's actually maybe something that maybe would be encouraged just to make sure that everything's in working order. So, when we talk about rituals, I think a lot of times these can be looked at as positive things, as good things. But once again, let's take that example of giving the bike a test and making sure that everything's in working order if that rider is in a hurry and he doesn't get to check over his bike, is that going to impact maybe how he takes a descent? Or is that going to impact how he takes his first corner in the race? Given that he had a professional look over his bike, but he just can't fully put that trust in that individual to have looked over his bike. It has to be him personally. I think that's where we can get in trouble. I think that's where we've got to call rituals into play here. So to kind of wrap things up, I don't think that superstitions and rituals are a bad thing for many people, these rituals and superstitions, they put us at ease. They allow us to maybe gain a little bit of confidence. They allow us to be more relaxed and get rid of some of that nervousness and anxiousness that maybe comes from the pre-competition kind of jitters and just, just lets us know that things are okay before we actually have to get out there and get after it. But On the other side of that, it's a very fine line. We've got to be careful that these things, if we are absent from some of our superstitions or if we can't perform some of our rituals, we've got to be careful that we don't allow that to impact our performance negatively because at the end of the day, as I said in another podcast over the power of consistency, that book, it's the day after day thing and adherence to the process that's going to put you in a position to be successful. It's not gonna be a rabbit's foot and it's not gonna be the ritual of having the same breakfast before every race. Those things may play a small part, but those aren't the end all be all. The work is worth much more than those things. So, you make your own decision and look at your routines and look at your rituals and look at your superstitions and ask yourself that hard question if i didn't have x if i wasn't able to do x how how do how does that affect me do i freak out about that or am i okay with that am i confident enough in my preparation to move past that thank you guys so much for tuning in I hope that you guys have gotten some value from this podcast episode. If you guys want to check out some previous episodes, jump on over to iTunes and search A Champion's Mind. You'll find some great interviews there. You'll also find some standalone episodes like this one where we just discuss some kind of a quote-unquote random topic over mindset. Or I've got a couple of series that I've got up there over John Wooden's Pyramid of Success and also over an article by Jeff Goings talking about the seven differences between amateurs and pros. I've also got a YouTube channel and a Facebook page, both by the same name, Utmost Performance, where you can also find some more content. The website is also a great place to find, kind of your central hub. The address there to get there is utmostperformance.info. I hope to hear from you guys soon, and I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. Until the next episode.